Welcome to the Like a Bigfoot podcast. I'm your host, Chris Ward. Uh, we I just wanted to put up a special episode this week. Um, I know it's the holiday season. I know uh, people, you know, are thinking about like gratitude and things like that. And I just wanted to say, like, truly, I am very grateful for any and all of you guys who listen to this podcast every week. Um, it's super cool, and I'm actually just completely honored because, as you guys know, and I know. And my guest today, who's my lovely wife, as she knows, there's like a billion podcasts out there. Not a scientific number, but there's like a billion of them. And the fact that you guys would tune into mine every week is just, it's mind blow. It blows my mind a bit, but uh, I am super honored because it's something I've, I feel like I've worked pretty hard at. Um, Definitely put my heart into uh, definitely tried to keep the most authentic and uh, inspirational as I can where really like the people I'm reaching out to to interview for the show are just people like I'm genuinely interested in talking with and and yeah so thank you guys for listening uh, thank you to anyone and everyone who was on the show during this crazy year of 2020 um, I really enjoyed every single conversation, learned a bunch, hopefully grew in a good way. Um, so, so yeah. So thank you guys. I really, I really appreciate it. All right. So special episode tonight. <laughs> it's a late night at eight thirty PM in the ward household. We put our youngest daughter to bed. Above us. Up, right above us. Right so above maybe us. I should be quiet. <clears throat> um, and we are letting the other two just watch like three hours of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. So, and that's what it takes to get this esteemed guest on. So, <laughs> it's been like a year and a half though. I was looking back. It's been a long time. It's been a while. You like? I feel like it's kind of like you know when the Broncos didn't have a quarterback. It's kind of like... It's kind of like we just need... We need anybody. No, no, no. We, we tried to get the assistant coach to be the quarterback. Couldn't do it. We just need... We need a body. We need a warm body to fill this seat. I was bummed the Broncos didn't call me, to be honest. But, um, no, it's more like, hey, I know it's... I'm releasing this, like, the day after Christmas, and I've seen the numbers. You're like, we know nobody's going to listen. <laughs> I've seen the numbers the day after Christmas. <laughs> um... So yeah, Lindsay Ward. Great, thank you. Welcome, the- welcome on the show. <laughs> You're the one who's comparing yourself to the Broncos' non-existent quarterback that one week. That was like the only time I wanted to actually watch it. I watched it for like Just two like- drives, and it was not good. It was, it was. I was like, maybe they'll pull out a miracle and we'll make like a made-for-TV ABC Family movie about this. And then it didn't happen. They just got destroyed and like completed. Two passes, I think, and then two interceptions. There were no Rudy moments. There was no Rudy. There was like the real life Rudy moment of getting destroyed. (laughs) That's like a throwback to the sports episode with Travis. May I should ask you that? What's your favorite sports movie? (laughs) Everyone who hated that episode is like, oh, God. I have to say The Sandlot. That's a great choice. Did other people say that? Forever. Anyways. Feel good. Yeah. Yeah. The Sandlot. So cool. It filmed in Utah. Do you know how I figured that out? You you Wikipedia'd it before, right before <laughs> the episode. I didn't. Uh, the guy who I ran with in Deserats, Morgan, was in it. It was filmed in his hometown. His brother tried out for the lead role. Benny and the Jets. Benny the no, Jets. No, Smalls. Smalls. And then uh didn't get it unfortunately which is a bummer but then morgan was in the background shot when they're on the like spinny thing and they're all trying chewing tobacco mm-hmm. and they barf tequila the tequila song yeah he's like in that he's like in the thing behind them during that oh. so fun fact that's awesome yeah so anyways you said you, you're like i have 30 minutes i, have 30 I can minutes always planned. fill 30 minutes <laughs> Do Were you, you going to do, like, the recap of your year? I don't know. Like, a montage of I mean, your year? Like, a sports montage? No. Or, like, an adventure I think, montage? I mean, I just think, like, everybody had such a crazy, hectic year. And I guess I'd want to recommend that. 
uh, this idea is like just I've been journaling about it this week. I've been journaling, Linz. I don't know if you know that. I have, and I haven't read it, even though you oh. sit it like right in front of me. I like open the page and I'm like, yeah, I have not looked. Read at it. my wonderful literature. <laughs> but anyways, I've been journaling and like it helped me realize because there's a lot of this year of like where you feel like stuck. Like I actually I was thinking about this. I was gonna watch a. Uh, it's a wonderful life tomorrow. And I'm like, man, I'm like, man, that movie's going to hit in a different way this year. Cause that whole plot is like, he wants to go do stuff, but then can't <laughs> Okay. like he wants to like leave. And he I've has all this, he has all this ambition and things keep like keeping him back in his hometown and stuff. And I'm like, man, I wonder if this plot's going to hit different. Doesn't he? Oh, okay. I've never seen it for everyone. Doesn't, Doesn't he, like, he's going to kill himself, but then yeah. he sees what the world will be like without him? Yeah. Okay. That's the plot of the movie. It's so good. <sighs> it's like a top ten movie. I do, I, I don't know. I do not like Christmas movies. It's so good. But anyways, I'm like, man, I wonder if that's going to hit. So, there's, like, part of your brain wants to, like, play into this negative story of, like, I've just been stuck and all this other stuff. You know what I mean? But then I went and, like, intentionally wrote down the things that I was able to do this year. Mm-hmm. And it was way longer than I thought it would be. What was like your peak? Oh, man. I don't know. Peak? I really, you know, one of my favorite days was when me and the neighbor next door, we, we went Did out. Did your mile an hour? Yeah, we tried to recreate the mile an hour from that Bo Miles guy on YouTube. And we did two miles an hour because we wanted to sleep. Yeah. And I made that list of chores, remember? Yes. And so for 13 hours. I, I think you should do it annually. I want to do it again. That was awesome. The fun run. The fun, And we had the neighbors were all like cheering. That like, was actually really funny. No one had live sports. So they were like excited every time we'd come down the street. And, and like, like every lap we would like gain more crowd watching you. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the day they'd see you run. Like, hey. And then you'd come back like four hours later doing the same thing. Like, what are you? Are you still doing this? And then we'd explain what we were doing. That was, that awesome. was awesome. And then all the neighborhood kids like lined up on your finish. Yeah. And Matt, my neighbor, he ran more miles than he'd ever ran before doing it that in that format, which was super cool. Maybe I'll do it next year. Oh. I don't know. I feel that I shouldn't. Don't have say maybe. Spoken. No, you should. Say I can do that. You could totally. I can do totally that. do. I did. Totally I did a half marathon. Dude, let's do it right Granted, now. Granted. We all know which one that was. The all downhill. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you That did. had some flat parts. I think it had some uphill parts. There were a there. I was pissed. There were a couple uphill parts. Still you were, took me three hours. I want to say this, though. You ran a half marathon, and it was probably like at 7,000 feet, 8,000 feet. That was like, like 8,000 yeah. feet. Yeah. That's nothing to like put your nose up in the air at. Is that yeah. the same? I don't know. I bet you could have done it like half the time. You probably, yeah. It doesn't matter. You, you time doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Isn't that what we learned in 2020? Time is a circle. <laughs> Isn't that what we were saying last night with the, I don't know. Yeah, that was from Matthew McConaughey though. Oh, yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, so that was a fun day. Um, I enjoyed it. Should we tell everybody about adult water bottles? Yeah. My, one of my favorite days was when we took the gondola up the mountain in Telluride, and then we had a giant, what was that? What's that water bottle? Just a big like water bottle. Like a Nalgene. Nalgene filled of gin and tonics, and then we just walked down. That was... And it was a, and then we took a nap. Yeah. Had a pizza. That was without the kids, by the way. They it was a delight. They, we, we got one, it was our 10th anniversary. That we were supposed to be in Iceland. <laughs> yeah, and then we went... Uh, just on a road trip and went hiking a bunch and stuff like that. Um, we did the Zirkle Circle. That was awesome. This is just us. Fun. This is like the equivalent of a... We're going to do the awesome drinking game. Where I... Where, so pause. Everybody go get your drink. <laughs> I I say it a lot now too because of you, but... So every time we say... That word. The A word. You have to drink. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, They're not gonna make say. it through this like half. An I know hour we podcast. should have been in Iceland. Yeah, so and then literally, 
this is a, just this is such a tangent. But when you were watching Walter Mitty, which is an amazing movie, uh-huh. and he goes to Iceland, and you're like, oh, just look at that hotel he's staying at. And I was like, it that's was... literally the hotel we were going to stay at in Walter Mitty. So. Like, on that lake with the mountain and the brick uh-huh. cobblestone streets. and We'll get there someday. But Harper this morning, like, on our drive today, was explaining the plot of a movie and i couldn't guess what it was she's like remember that movie the guy jumps out the helicopter with the other guy and i was like no and he, was it walter mitty yeah it was and it it's was a great movie it was good i like it i like any you know me i like any movie where like someone is unhappy in their place in life they're just kind of numb and then all of a sudden through adventure they like regain their smile <laughs> Oh, is that Lord. cheesy? Yes. But I love it. You need to have another movie podcast. Oh, we're going to like a, for sure. That actually an outdoors. An, an outdoors. Like you an, need to do it like a wilderness. Like an adventure movie. movie. Oh, like I, the edge. I know. <laughs> <laughs> the Walter Mitty would be up there. Yeah. I knew you just wanted to talk about the edge. No, I didn't. That's your secret not, 30 minute no. plan. We could <laughs> So many twists. Let's, we'll leave that as like a, and turns. We'll leave that as a and Charles's cliffhanger. Oh, oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I I I can't really talk about sports movies because, but I could talk about wilderness movies. We could talk about dumb action movies too. Yes, yeah. all day. I will say. How do I want to say this? I'm one thing I'm proud of this year with the podcast, is. I think I had a more diverse like group of people on the show, like adventures. You know what I mean? It wasn't at all in one kind of adventure area. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like I had people who would like rode across the ocean, which not everybody runs. <laughs> <laughs> there was some you... attitude there. I know. I don't enjoy running. But you I love people that about... do. You <laughs> You being one of them, just like how I love, love people that get really into holidays. I don't care what holiday it is. I just love them. I love runners. But, but I'm you're not, not, you don't, I'm not a runner. You're not a person that gets into holidays either. Is that what you're saying? Not, not, no, I do. I partake in holidays, but like to the extreme, like the Griswold the house. Ultra the holidayers. Street, those are my favorite people. Like, I saw a lady the other day, <laughs> December, she was still wearing Halloween stuff because she just loves Halloween. And those are my, I love those people who are just like that into something. Those are the- I t- like people, basically, I like people that are so passionate about things that that's like, consumes their life. Because I am not. <laughs> Maybe she didn't know that. No, I mean, not consumes their life. I just love it. Just like talk because then they can just talk forever no. about things like that. Here's why. You like the same thing that I like about those movies where someone finds passion in life. It's someone who's not just like zombie moding their way through weeks and months. You know what I mean? Like they're just like super excited about something. They're like passionate. You know, I just I think for me, like I see if someone's passionate about anything, I'll automatically respect that. Yes, and I'll, I agree. You know, maybe that's what I was, that's a better way of what I was trying to say. Yeah, instead of <laughs> whatever that was. <laughs> um, so yeah. Anyways, that threw me off. What I was we were talking. I don't even remember what we're talking about. Yeah. Oh, Zirkle Circle. Zirkle Circle. That yeah. was an amazing hike. I I mean I don't know if you're not in Colorado. I don't know if people would have heard about that, but that's like one of the least visited wilderness areas. In Colorado, the Zirkle Yeah, because it's a trek. It is. It's a ways Denver. up there. Yeah. And. The it's like eight hours, right? It is it not is. eight hours. It took us eight hours to get home. Yeah, because. Because we went through Castle Rock. <laughs> it's like three hours to Steamboat Springs, which is where the Zirkle Circle is. Oh, I was thinking tell you're right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Um, but anyways, it's. Like, it was an awesome hike. We felt like we were way back there, probably, too. And we, most, a lot of people do it as, like, a backpack. It was know. pretty awesome. Yeah, it was cool. 
Well, mosquitoes. What? <laughs> I mean, but we're just right by the lake. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was. And then we're as we're eating that majestic lunch, Yeah. there was, like, a dead fish looking at us. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, people don't get that from, like, the beautiful hiking pictures, you know, that people will post and whatnot. Like, a lot of times, they're, lot of- they're super beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But there are other aspects. A lot of aspects. stuff cropped out. You got to get that smell, that dead fish smell in there, you, you know? Get the buzz of the mosquitoes. Got to get them mosquitoes. Yeah, exactly. So, anyways... What do you want to talk about, Mr. I don't Ward? know. I, I, yeah. You oh, this is my spot where I have to fill. Yeah, that's why I was doing the this hand is, thing. Oh, I'm getting the, <laughs> I'm getting the ball. I'm going in. Yeah. <laughs> lace up those sneakers. Lace, up, lace is out. You're like, yeah, go on. Okay. <laughs> so, I brought my. So I literally have this written down. I wanted to give some like background. So. My wife is an amazing doctor and I've had the privilege this year, which I've never had in the past, but I've actually, and I try not to like, I like put on my headphones. I go to a different room, obviously, but I get to hear the way you talk to people and the way you help people out. Oh, am I on the, it's so good. You are so good at what you do. You really are. Like, you make people feel comfortable. You make people feel heard. Um, it's awesome. And one thing I know that you have had to been dealing with this year is people with, like, anxiety. Dude, I've had anxiety this year. I, I consider myself a fairly calm person. Do you consider me calm? Yes. Like, too Annoyingly calm. Annoyingly calm. <laughs> but... But there's been many moments this year where I've definitely felt super anxious, super stressed out, depressed, like all of that, like the whole spectrum. And I'm like, man, if I'm feeling this and, you know, super, I'm grateful for, you know, what we have and all that, like, I can't imagine what people are going through out there. But then I hear you, the way you talk to them and it's so good and you're like, you have just great advice for people. Well, thanks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been not a great year. To put it like, yeah, it's been really rough for lots of reasons for a lot of people, and it's hard because everybody feels anxious. Like I don't know a single person that's like, oh, it's been great. <laughs> like everybody feels anxious and stressed and revved up for one reason or another and it's like compounded by multiple things that have just happened in the last year but it's like we all are kind of going through the same thing but because of the pandemic we can't like get together and commiserate and bitch about it like we normally would with each other so it's like we're all lonely and we're all anxious but we can't like get together and talk about it and so it's like everybody keeps on saying unprecedented which you, is super and you feel like isolated. You feel so isolated. Weirdly, because I'm like, I feel at times I've felt isolated. I'm in a house with my wonderful family. We have really kind neighbors, like, but I still feel that way. And mm-hmm. I wonder if it's from the ramp up of just technology use. It's too many screens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like there's there's some you can't get around it right now. You can't. I've tried. There's I've tried no to be like, I need to lower my screen time. And then I know I really hate that the phone tells you how much screen time you have and like your average per day. And it, it tells you every Sunday. I don't I don't look at it because I'm scared to see it. And it just pops up. Oh, really? It shames me. I'm ashamed. To look. <laughs> yeah. But it's like I call. Well, yeah. Like it, that doesn't count. Like when I'm calling people on my phone or like you have Google Maps open. Or Google, well, a lot of it is like Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> but, yeah, and I'm like, I don't need to know that. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make me feel better. Yeah. It doesn't make me want to be on it less. But I just don't does it? Because for me, it makes me more, it would make me more aware of how much I'm probably overusing it and aware that I should put it down. I mean, you should put it down. Yeah. Like, I tell everybody, 
Like, whether, I mean, thank God the election is over, but, like, whether it's, like, the pandemic or the election or just anything that you're preoccupied about that's happening in the world, like, set aside, like, I'm going to look up what's going on, because you can't, like, be in the dark, but if you're like, I'm going to look up for 30 minutes from, like, 5.30 to 6 o'clock every night, I'm going to look it up, I'll stay in the know, and then I'm just going to be done with looking at the news or whatever that you're checking. Like, that's good. But it's, like, when you get on there and look, and then you link after link, and and then it's, like, four hours, and then you're, like, going down rabbit holes, and it's, like, it doesn't help you. Like, if something, if something, if they cure COVID magically overnight, somebody will call you or text you. Like, you're not going to find that in the deep realms of the internet. Like, somebody will let you know. You don't need to be scrolling for hours and hours looking for the article that's going to make you feel better yeah no that makes so much sense oh how many people are disciplined enough to just do it for a half an hour though um no one because i once no, again some people are better i feel like i'm fairly disciplined in many areas of my life but if i've i've tried that i've tried to be like dude between 5 and five thirty, you can use your phone and it it's doesn't... hard when you have to be on it all the time for work but like you know yeah. having the goal and like even setting a timer or like how you did where you turn your phone on to black and white so it's not as that helped for like a week though and now it's just black and white and i still use it too much <laughs> you know i know like i try to turn on black and white i try to pl- i have tried to plug it in upstairs like when the kids are home in the afternoon mm-hmm. or like after you know daycare and stuff but yeah dude it's wild mm-hmm. so anyways phones big big like adding to anxiety stuff like that yeah and i used to because i have trouble falling asleep so i used to listen this is gonna make me laugh i used to listen to pod save america because it's a political podcast because it was super boring to me sorry um <laughs> to put me to sleep and then you know, we all know what happened this last year in so like that just, the world in like the last yeah. several years. And then that, that didn't help. So I had to find something else. So I, I listened to it on the Calm app. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey tells sleep now stories. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why, McConaughey, Dad. McConaughey. <laughs> Let me tell you why you should listen to me on the sleep app. He, he's a delight. So he he's like, I'm the only podcast the he hasn't been on since. And then there's also a very old, there's another. Um, sleep story where it's a very old British guy and he explains the game of cricket. Ooh, that would be a great I sleep listened, podcast. <laughs> I listened to that one, like alternating with the Matthew McConaughey. And one. now you're a big cricket fan. And now I can play kick cricket in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I've never tried that. I it's I don't good. have a problem falling asleep, or I don't. You have know sleep that problems. is a hundred percent true. You do not. I mean, this you, is way past my bedtime. You fall right asleep before the children do. Most nights. And their bedtime is 8.30. I, but I'm like, as I'm putting the kids to bed. It's not like You'll like, like be telling a nighttime story and I can tell, it's, it's actually one of my favorite things. <laughs> as you're telling a story out loud and I can tell you're falling asleep during it because it is just like, but then you'll like sleep talk and I'll, and I have no idea sense. where it's going. It's so funny. And the kids are like, what? <laughs> Dude, I, I. That's one of my favorite things, too, because then I wake up out of it and I'm like, where's this story going? Because <laughs> I'll just randomly start talking about something. I don't know. I know. That's wild. Oh, that is one of my favorite things. I know. Um. Yeah, there's, I mean, so the one thing I have been telling a lot of my patients is there's a really good podcast and it was actually out like pre-2020 and it's called the happiness lab i'm getting the thumbs up i love this i love that podcast it is so good yeah so it's called the happiness lab and it's by Lori santo or dr Lori santos so she is a professor of psychology at yale and she actually had this course called the psychology of happiness at yale and it was like the most popular class ever and then she made a class where you can actually i think you can still do it too you can like take it for free online i think it's called the happiness project anyway you can take her class online for free like it's like the same class that she teaches at Yale um which I signed up for and I did the first week 
and then I life and happened. And you got an A. <laughs> <laughs> I did really good that first week. But then I'm... Um, yeah, then I just didn't have time. But then she made a podcast version kind of of what she teaches in that class. And it's, like, so interesting and good and well-researched and thought out. And it's, like, not, like, woo-woo, like, stuff that makes you happy. But it's, like, actual evidence-based things that impact mental health. And so, like, there's one episode that's really interesting where she talks about how they've done studies looking at Olympic athletes. And there's higher rates of... Like depression and suicide, I yeah, believe, in silver medalists as a, a, uh, compared to like gold. Well, obviously gold, but as compared to bronze medalists, because like obviously gold, like they got first place, but like silver, they were so close to getting gold and they didn't, so they have to deal with that disappointment forever. Whereas the bronze medalists, they were so close to not even getting a medal, and so like they're happy. So they like in the study they had like these unbiased people who didn't really know what was going on just watch like the reactions of the people like as they were finishing and like the silver medalists were by far like the most depressed and like upset looking than like gold bronze or like even anybody else isn't that horrible yeah it's interesting so anyway there's cool studies about that so what was the the happiness lesson from that (laughs) i think (laughs) it talks more I think it more talks about like, I think that one was was like that, yeah, acceptance. But then like, like expectation, like kind of where you set, because I like you're still better than everybody else in the world except for one person. But it's like Michael Phelps, where can't be Michael Phelps. (laughs) Um, but I think it's like just resetting, like you're thinking. uh, Yeah, I think that I think that (laughs) I'm trying to remember the actual lesson from that one. I just thought it was a really interesting study. I think it was just like resetting your frame of reference, like, to, and like with comparison to other people. Like, if you think like I'm better than every other human being on this planet except Michael Phelps, like that's how you have to think about it. I guess. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Side note, real. Side quick. note. <laughs> I you... should have picked a study. I actually now, remember. Do you that remember week. when? Uh... You were super excited. You were like, Shark Week is going to come on TV. And yes. guess who's going to race a shark? <laughs> and I, and ah, for, like, yes! for like 30 minutes, I was guessing every single thing I could imagine. And then it just ended up being Michael, Michael Phelps, which makes I way weirdly, more sense than all the other stuff I was guessing. I know everybody says they love the Olympics, but I really love the Olympics. Like, because I had two of our kids right at the start of the Olympics and so I just like as Harper was being born, uh, the figure skating was on. Yes! Oh my gosh! And the doctor yes. was like, "Push, push!" And then you push, and then she'd be like, "Turn." She literally TV. would turn around and, and look. She'd be like, "Oh, you should watch what happens here." Yeah, because it was crazy. a replay from earlier in the day. Oh, don't even. Get yeah, but she was like, "That one wins," or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, Harper and Zoe were both born. Harper was born at the beginning of, oh, so so she so she so she yeah, and uh, Zoe was born at the beginning of the Rio ones. So, like, for 24-7 for those first couple weeks when you're up anyways. Oh, Olympics all day. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it was weird when Millie was not born during the Olympics. The Olympics are weird because it's a bunch of sports I don't normally watch a lot of times, you know? But after I watch, like, an hour of something. instant expert. I'm instant, like, oh, he should have bent his knees more on that ski jump. You know, like, mm-hmm, oh, he's going down the mm-hmm, ski mm-hmm. jump. Oh, look, look at, oh, he's got to get lower. He's got to get lower. And I'm yes. like yelling at the TV. Yes. Somehow I know everything about the sport after like I know. 10 minutes of watching it. Um. <laughs> so anyway, to circle back, the Happiness Lab. So it's been out since, uh, I want to say like fall 2019. Yeah. Um, And then obviously it's kept going since 2020. But then she's had special episodes come out with like, just how to deal with all the stress of COVID. And that was more like in the that spring. Was really good. But it's still, I was listening to that. I need to like re-listen to it. But it talks about like, you know, obviously like the stress of the unknown. But then there's like specific things like how to deal with the stress of like being stuck in the house with people that drive you nuts and you don't get breaks from each other. I don't know. I'm don't looking know over my like. shoulder. What are you? Who? But stuff like that. Who could you be referring to? I don't know. But then she also has had a couple episodes like about like how to, to cope with stress of the election too. And I think she had one last year, which obviously you can go back and listen to about like stress from the holidays. So, I mean, obviously 
the holidays this year are different, but it's always good to listen to. Yeah. But she had a one on, she came out with, I think it was a YouTube. This is just like me recapping other podcasts. Yeah, that's cool. Had, I'm in. I'm listening. So she had a podcast. Or not a, she had a YouTube episode. that It was just like a blurb that came up on Mental Health Day in October. And it just talked about like five evidence-based coping skills to help. Um, And so that's like what I taught everybody. You want me to go through them? Yeah, I do. Okay. Oh. Can I tell you one thing really yeah. quick that was weird? Well, first of all, can I, like, does she mention anything about getting out into nature as, like, a yes. coping strategy? Yes. Was that a spoiler Not alert? Not specifically nature. Well, let me just go through them. I'm trying to remember them all okay. off the top of my head. So the first one is, like, exercise. Like, everybody says that, and it's hard to do. It's so true, though. It's, like, literally the hardest part is just, like, getting on your shoes and getting outside or, like, driving to the gym, which that gym's is open. the hardest part. But then once you're there, like, nobody's ever regretted exercising. It's just, like, the process of getting there. But there's been studies where, like, 30 minutes of walking, like, briskly um, a day, or actually, I think only, like, five days a week, is equivalent to taking 50 milligrams of Zoloft. There you go. So, I usually, like, so when I am, I, I mean, I start a lot of people on Zoloft and other medicines, but, like. But you've started walking a lot more. Well, I walk a lot more just because I like walking. But yeah. time. But anyway, but like as when I start with somebody like on anti-anxiety meds or antidepressant, like I also give them like the prescription, you know, quote unquote, or like this time, like they also need to be exercising every day because like the pill isn't going to fix everything. Yeah. Um, I know for me, like if I don't exercise, I can feel it after a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Like I'll start getting grumpy. and I know you pace. Well, that's, I'm trying to get my exercise. I'm trying to get yeah, those steps. Get Gotta get steps. those steps. <laughs> um, and then the other thing, is, which is hard now, is just, like, to do something social. So you have to kind of get creative. But then they talk about, like, there's a way to combine things. So, like, you could go for a walk outside with somebody else. And that's a way of combining, like, the social aspect that's good for your mental health plus, like, the exercise aspect. So, like, doing two things at the same time. Yeah. Um, or just like getting creative with, I mean, the zoom calls are so, I'm so over it, I'm, but like I'm zoomed out getting creative with like, you know, spa nights or game nights over zoom or that type of thing. Um, I'm trying to remember the other three on the top of my head. I think like getting out of sleep is definitely important and not like healthy sleep, like not like restless, tossing, turning, like having like a good bedtime routine. And all that, and going to bed at the same time, waking up at the same time, not drinking too much before bed is helpful. Um, are you looking it up in case I'm forgetting? Um, is healthy eating on there? It has to be one of it's, them. Oh, sorry. You said sleep, exercise, social, social, and then... There's one that's like just processing the feeling that you're in. Being with your emotions. Being with your emotions. Yeah. Okay, and then what's the last one? Gratitude. Oh, Yeah. Anyway, I had to listen to a bunch of CMEs recently, and which are like doctor, just like well, I mean, CME is smarter thing. Yeah, like you have to continue to learn, which is important. Yeah. Um, super important. But they were like four or five lectures, which it was. Time out. Does this stand for continuing medical education? education? No way. Yeah. Um, I'm the best at acronyms. Acronyms out. Anyway, there was like four <laughs> or five that basically talked about being grateful is helpful for mental health which they could have cut that down to one no well let me tell you this so i started making the seventh graders forcing them to do gratitudes at the beginning of each class and i realized this while i was in danville i had this student she would come up to me at like seven in the morning like the door opens she's standing by my side i'm like about to have my first sip of coffee and then she just starts telling me how stressful like everything's been since she left school that, you know, the day before. Mm-hmm. And I realized and I was I felt for her and I realized like if her brain is fixated on all of this, this stuff that's happening outside of school, which, you know, and. How am I going to get this person to learn anything if she can't, you know, stop being in that same mindset? You know what I mean? Yeah. Of like all this stuff's really horrible and it very well could have, you know, it very well probably probably was. was, But 
I was like, man, so that was like a hard challenge where I'm like, man, what do I do? And so then I thought maybe if I have him do a gratitude and just for like one second, instead of looking over to the left at all the negative stuff, maybe just for one second, look to the right at something that's positive. Maybe it could help like at the BM class be like, Hey, think about this positive thing. Okay. Now we're in science with fun. Mr. Ward. Do, do, do. do you still make your kids do that? Yeah, I do. And, but the problem that I face, and you make them write it down. You just have them say it out loud. They write it down. And the problem that I face though, is they don't do any, they don't do anything specific enough. You know what I mean? Like they're always just like my family. <laughs> or that was like when Zoe had to write down what she was thankful for. Yeah. Over Thanksgiving. And she wrote, I mean, she wrote like each one of us and then she wrote in my dresses and her dresses. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, or they will be like life. I'm like, what are you thankful for? The book life. And I'm, and then I always just sarcastically, I'm like, Oh, uh, the cereal. And they're like, what? The game. The game. And they're like, huh? And I'm like, the movie with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you got to be more specific than that. So I always try to say, like, if you're actually doing a gratitude journal, think about in that exact moment, like, what are you grateful for there? Be super specific because that will actually help you, like, start looking for things to be grateful for. Um, yeah. There and there's a- been, like, so many evidence-based studies that just say like if you write down three things you're grateful for every night before you go to bed like if they if you like you know get like a depression or mood questionnaire at the start of that and then like six months later like those people that have written down something that they're grateful for every day like will have like vast improvements in their mood scores in six months that's great yeah i know uh, you just have to write it down there's a something i read it was another happiness thing. It was like the happiness project or is that the podcast? I don't remember. Anyways, whatever. It was some book. It was really good. Um, But they talked about this idea of the Tetris effect, which I know I've talked about on this podcast before. But the idea basically is they did a study where they had like people in college playing Tetris for like three hours a day or four hours a day. Which sounds oh, awesome. Oh, and then they start to see Tetris pieces they, all over the place. Like in real life, they would start like if they looked at our wall, yes. which has all these frames that on is it. Like a Tetris. They would start like figuring out how they twist it and put it on the ground and stuff like that. And so the point being is like what you're spending most of your day looking for, that's gonna like come into your other areas of life. So if you're spending your day like specifically looking for the good things that you're grateful for you're going to start seeing more of those because you're like training your brain to look for them. If that Mm -hmm. makes sense. And then like when it's happening, you'll be like, Oh, that's the thing I'm going to write down for today. Yeah. Why do you think I always look for so many like teachable moments with our kids? Like as a teacher, I'm like, Oh, like, and a dad, cause dads do this all the time. Like you're just randomly, just doing something and you're like, oh, here's a life lesson here. Let me jump in here as dad to teach the life lesson right now. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, yeah. The kids think that you're smarter than me. No, they don't. You were trying to teach me about the great conjunction. I was so tight. <laughs> I wish you would have told me to put on my glasses, number one. I didn't know what it was because... I mean, you just didn't have time. What what other uh, like anxiety thoughts do you have? You know that are helpful to people. And I'm saying that now too because I'm like, dude, it's the holidays. It's always stressful as is, but like, I don't know. Like, I mean, people are missing loved ones now. I've been telling people like you have to give yourself some grace, like. Because everybody's like, oh, I didn't do this thing I want to do. Or I've, I've gained 10 pounds because I'm stress eating. Or like, because I can't go to the gym. And I'm just like, like, this is the weirdest year we will hopefully ever have to live through. Like, be kind to yourself. Like, think about how you would talk to somebody else. Because we're all so mean to ourselves. Like, think about what you would tell somebody else if they were coming up to you with those same problems. Like, who cares if, like, obviously, like, the 10 pounds will come off. You know, like the gyms will open back up, like your life will get back to normal. But like there's certain like you can be a little bit lax with some things like to get you through because it's been hard. So 
I've been telling people, and I have my list, because I thought that was like the only material I brought to this. Oh. No, because I tell people, because it's hard, it's so hard when you're like having a panic attack or like you're just like in a super bad funk to like think of things to get yourself out of it. So I tell people, like as you're going about your days or like when you think of something, like keep like an ongoing list of like just things that you know make you super happy so that like when you are in that moment or you are like you feel like yourself slipping into like that funk then you can like literally get out this physical tangible list and like look at it and do one of those things so what's you have your list i have my list oh yeah i know i'm like i swear there's something mine would be everything you'd think it would be but can i i guess run just that's it that's the only thing on the list. It would literally be like, like go run, run, put on my stretchy pants. Oh. What, what else is I there? only wear stretchy pants. Have a spoonful of peanut butter. Never wear. Drink a kombucha. Yep. Play with my kids. Yeah. Is that That's your list? That's my list. I'm a simple man. All right. <laughs> no, I, I haven't had time to think of my list. I'm sure. You got to think of a list. Okay. Like. Write it on your phone because yeah. it's like you think of things and then like you, you like if you don't write it down you'll forget about them. Oh, I know. Yeah. Ready for my list? Yeah. All right. The first one's kind of like a, a generic thing, and then and then I like counteract it later on. But here we go. Number one, sit under that fuzzy blanket that we stole from that wedding. <laughs> where I sprained my ankle. Where you sprained your ankle. That, that Harper claimed as her own, even though it's not hers. It's the best blanket it's in the, the house. It's the softest blanket. Anyway, get the fuzzy blanket. It's the best damn blanket. It's the best. In this. I think it's from Threshold. Freaking house. <laughs> if Sorry. If we want to get our very first sponsor, I think it's from Target. We're not going to get sponsored. It is, we're not going to get sponsored gonna, by Target? I'm not going to get sponsored. Okay. Okay. Get that fuzzy blanket. Okay. Light a candle. And get off of social media. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's a couple things later that are on social media that make me laugh. Okay. <laughs> that, that's very hygge. So that's my number one thing. Number two. Uh-huh. Normally, if I have said blanket, then the cat will come over. Uh-huh. And I like to pet the cat because it makes me happy. What is one of the things you say is your favorite thing? Me? Yeah. When he's asleep between oh, your he legs. he lays on my legs. <laughs> when he lays on your legs. When he lays on my When feet. he's being nice, he's like the sweetest cat. So I like, I don't know. So like 0.1% of the time? Yeah. And these are not in any order. Okay. Um, I have a really expensive lotion that I bought. You don't know how much it costs. But I really like the way it smells. And I put it on. <laughs> I mean, it's sad. And then you smell it. And then it makes you happier. Fair enough. You're Fair like, enough. this is not going well. Okay. Ready for the next one? I mean, I'm on the edge of my seat after those two. <laughs> it gets, you'll think it gets better. These are like basic, easy things to do. Okay. This is actually good for me to know as your husband. As things that cheer. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Do a color by numbers picture. Uh-huh. Okay, for anybody who, okay, because coloring books stress me out because everybody's like, do an adult coloring book. They, I mean, not that they stress me out. That's an exaggeration. But I'll be like, I already used this green. I don't know which color to use for this. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> so there's these amazing color by numbers books. So they're called Color Quest. I think there's three of them. Anyway, they're just like these giant white pictures with a bunch of tiny little squares or triangles that are numbered and you just color them in. So it's amazing because yeah. you're obviously like unplugged. You're doing something with your hands that doesn't involve like scrolling through your phone. You'd have no thoughts. Yeah. It just tells you what to do. And then it's, yeah. and it's a surprise. No, I get it. That's what, like... um, it's the same idea of uh, Jake Reed, Dr. Jake Reed, mm-hmm. who's like the best guy. Let me just say that. I love Reed. Um, he told me that he'll put together Legos because after a day of just thinking about stuff, he just wants to be told what to do. Yes. That is on yeah. my list. Why oh. do you think I like it when you come home? <laughs> yeah, because all I have to do is make decisions for everybody else I'm in just my joking. life. I'm joking. I'm joking. Literally, okay. So go to yoga is one of my other things because, yeah. and that's well, like I like yoga. Yoga's like workout and it's hot, but like literally, that is the only hour of quiet. that. No. Oh. Well, no, it's not quiet. There's oh, no yeah, music. I guess you're right. That's the only hour of that day that I, there's like so I maybe go like three. So there's three hours of the week. Where I am not having to tell people what to do or make a single decision for myself. 
Like, literally, oh, they just nice. tell me, downward dog. They, like, even tell you when to breathe. Right leg up. Yeah. Right leg down. Breathe out. Yes. I, like, I literally just follow commands all class, and it's amazing. Yeah. No, I get it. Because people will literally, like, ask me, what would you do with this super hard, difficult medical scenario question? And I'm like, I cannot tell. Yeah. So I have to make decisions like that all day. Yeah. That's stressful and it's exhausting. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So yoga is on there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when you get home and your husband's like, where did I put my shoes? Where did I put my shoes? Where's that Elmo hat? <laughs> what should I have for dinner? Can this be put in the microwave? I like to talk though. That's my, that's like my thing. Yes. And I have to talk all day to other people. Yeah. I, yeah. And I'm just excited to talk with you when you get home. And I'm sure and there's I'm like, like this I need weird to stop like talking. 20 minutes of like. Yeah. Um, are you ready for my next one? Yeah. I feel like you'll think it gets better because I've gone through like the easy things to help me cheer up. Um, How many are on this list? It's like 10-ish. Cool. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> Look up the poop knife story on Reddit. <laughs> because I can't. I cannot even. I don't even think I can get through explaining this. No, don't explain it. Just look it up. I can't. Oh my god! I cannot even get through explaining it. Uh huh. I dare everyone to try to read it out loud without cracking up, because <laughs> it's one of my favorite. I don't know. It's so immature, but I love it so much. <laughs> the poop knife story on Reddit, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You're welcome. Okay, next. You have no comment? You agree it's a good thing? I don't even know what to say. <laughs> There's no following that up. The next thing. Buy the person behind me in Lance Coffee. Mm, yeah. That's nice. Or tip the person like extra. Because the other day, I went to my coffee shop. The local one, Red Silo, which is awesome for anybody local. Um, And the, per- <laughs> the person in front of me... Because you have to walk in. It's not a drive-thru. It's like not the, it's like the opposite of Starbucks. So you have to go in there to order. And the person in front of me was like, Merry Christmas, you guys. And gave the two baristas a $100 tip. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, hey, can I have my check? You guys are doing great, too. It was $2. I was like, oh, how do I follow somebody giving $200 tip? I forgot to tell you that. Um, But I like oftentimes not mm, probably not like at Starbucks because you don't see the person behind you and they can't thank you. Like so, it's just totally anonymous. So I I did every once in a while. Nice. When I'm in a funk, I'll just buy the person behind me. But I'll be like, how much was theirs? (laughs) I don't want to like pay for some like fifty dollar order. I'm not that nice. (laughs) Okay. Next, (laughs) this is kind of in the same vein as the poop knife story but the other thing that really makes me laugh um and cheers me up is to look up the sugar-free gummy bears review on amazon (laughs) wow (laughs) it's so good people are like hey i want to tune into like a bigfoot podcast for christmas week it has become what are they going to talk about this week so the sugar-free gummy bear review on amazon it's i feel like funny. has become an art form it has become like an art yeah of like or like who a poet write, who yeah. can write the greatest, the greatest you just review. have to read them yeah so that's one there Agreed. um okay this is awesome because i'm gonna do all these things <laughs> i know um okay watch abby the spoon lady clips she's on great. youtube oh my gosh so this so is a lady she's a mate her name is abby she I think she lives like backcountry Appalachia, but we saw her a few times when she would play um, in, in Asheville. Asheville yeah. And she plays the spoons, yeah. and it's phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, Abby the Spoon Lady. We uh, during and she like duos or like she has people accompanying her like on varying instruments or singing, um, and she just rocks the spoons. It's so good. She's so good. Yeah. Um, she. So we. When Harper and I, when I was a kindergarten teacher last eight, a spring, on top of my other roles, uh, there was a day where I told Harper, I'm like, we're going to learn the spoons. 
and we just YouTubed Abby on online and then she had different videos where she was teaching how to actually do the spoons and it was so awesome and we were not good at it but it I just, think our spoons are too heavy I want you to try it our spoons are too heavy I think there's a but once you try strategy. it the, it's hard once you try it the respect you have for her you're like whoa oh this god is it's so she's insane. so good can I tell you this though tell me this is from Wikipedia so hopefully it's true uh, she started street performing um, in and traveling across the United States by hopping freight trains oh I think I did I've, all, I've wanted to reach out so okay so she's awesome a goal for the podcast over this last year was definitely like branch out a bit and i had been really tempted to email her to see if i could talk with her for the show but it would be so outside of the norm of like athletics you know and adventures in that sense of like in like an athletic sense of what we usually talk about that i i had all this self-doubt that i just wouldn't be good at interviewing you know someone in like a in music you know and i would like to hear you ask her a lot of questions about spoons i would ask so I'd be many like, questions what brand like, is there a certain weight what do you old, think of Soundgarden song spoon man? what's your bucket list spoon song dude there's no way if you're if you're that good at spoons like you wouldn't have a bucket list spoon song because you'd be like i'm playing every freaking playing song. every spoon song yeah, yeah. She's Anyways, amazing. she's super cool. Abby, okay. the spoon lady. Whoa. She was filmed in a horror film in 2012. Hmm. Anyways. So that... Um, okay, this is on Instagram, and I know I, number one was get off of social media, but <laughs> um, Celeste Barber's Instagram, she is from Australia, and she... You know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. She... Like, has hilarious pictures and videos where she basically, like, tries to recreate, like, these ridiculous, like, celebrity and model poses. And she's just, as, like, a normal-looking person. And it's hilarious. Yeah. It's and a- she makes me laugh. Yeah. And then... So, finding things that make you laugh. I mean, yeah. That's to, like, get me out of it. Okay. And then I just listed my favorite movies or things I watch. Yeah. Oh, quiz. What? Okay. Um, two movies and one show. Of like favorite things mm-hmm. to watch. Oh, piece of cake for yeah. you. Yeah. For you. For me. Number one, you've got mail. Yep. That's all. I don't know number two. It is a current movie that lots of people are probably watching because it's a holiday movie. Even though I don't like holiday movies. Oh, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Oh, and Deep Blue Sea. Oh, <laughs> and Deep Blue Sea is great, but that is not <laughs> one that I like to watch when I'm sad. That's, that's that goes into the realm of stupid action movies oh, that man, I love. So good. Um, TV what, show. What would be the TV show? Uh, the, Great British Baking. Oh, I do like that, but that's not the one. Oh. That just like brings me joy, Friends? and I love it. No, we're watching uh, it now. Shit's Creek. Yes. Man, you made me say shit on the podcast. And then, oh, and then you won't get it. And then I, I really enjoy watching the Oh Hello Broadway play. Nice. <laughs> I've watched that a lot. Nice. That's all. That's awesome. That's the I, list. I like it because. So anyway, it's nice to have it because then I can like physically look at it when I'm like spiraling. Yeah. I yeah, that's nice to have it physically written down. I'm uh-huh. finding lately like if I actually write stuff down, it gets it out of my brain. I don't have to dwell on it because it's written down. I have it, so I don't have to like rely on myself to remember. You know what I mean? Yes. And I think that's for me. That's and huge. I'm your peripheral brain. Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, there was a while where, and really, you know, it happens every so often, but like I was having panic attacks there for a while. Um, I don't know if you remember this, but we were in like Walmart once and I was like, I gotta get out of here. <sighs> I can't, I couldn't handle. It's hard. I just, I, all of a sudden, and there was nothing really that I could pinpoint that really like spurned it. Spurned it? Spurned? Mm. I, just, I went Spawned? out on a limb. Spawned I went out on a limb with that spurn word. Churn? I don't Churned? know where you were. What, I don't butter? know what combo those words were. Well, there's be. nothing that like triggered. Ca- triggered it, you know, but it would just happen. And my heart would, it would feel like my heart was like skipping beats. Mm-hmm. Does that happen for a lot of people? Yes. Does it actually Because I've had to beats? order a thousand Holter monitors. 
I mean, I'm not. What's a Holter monitor? Holter monitor is like a continuous EKG, basically that you wear to to monitor your heart rhythm over like anywhere from 24 hours to like someday you'll do like a 30 day event monitor. But I've probably ordered like five times the amount that I've normally ordered in this last year because of how anxious people are and like it presents. A lot of times people present physically it, with palpitations. Is it actually palpitating though? That's my question. Or am I just like you're is feeling it? Like it. A brain you're more, thing? Well, you're more conscious to it. Yeah. Um, but I mean, stress and like caffeine or alcohol, which people are drinking a lot more of now, can trigger like PVCs, which are early beats, which lots of people get. Like it's normal to get those early beats throughout the day, but like stress, anxiety, it would feel like can trigger those more. You can, and some people are just more sensitive to them. It would feel like it was like caught in my throat almost, and then I feel this like, like I don't know. It was weird, and it would happen a lot back when this was happening and it's it's happened here and there but is that what that is yeah i mean yeah like yeah that can't be but do you remember there was one day we had to go into the emergency room that was like a long time ago it was a long time ago and they were like I, i went in there and i was like yeah i think like i'm having a heart thing and they're like okay Move you in front of everybody in line here. That is a great way to. But I was like, I mean, I seriously jump the line. That's what I thought was happening. And, Chris Moore was jumping the line. Of a... And they uh, brought me back for a EKG. Is that correct yes, terminology? Yes. That is the, yes. And do you remember what happened? Yeah, I don't want to talk about it. It's gross. Oh, you don't? Well, you had to see it. I had to see. The, Can I please the geyser sorry. of blood coming out of your arm? So they're like, we're gonna put in an IV. I tell my seventh graders this story every year and it Ugh. gets big laughs. i don't know they were probably literally like this guy has huge veins to this new person yeah. who'd never drawn blood i'm sure yeah They're probably like there's no way you can miss this guy's veins that's probably what they said so <laughs> i lay down and this person's like okay i gotta put in this IV. I'm like, cool i'm not gonna look because i do not like needles at all and so i'm like looking over to you on the right and then like they are like, okay, here it comes. You know, I don't know if they say that. They're like, it's just going to be a little poke. It's just a little poke. It's always just a little poke. A little poke. And so the little poke happened and I just hear, oops. And then my arm, without me controlling it, flexes. Like every muscle just flexes. And I was like not looking at it, but I felt it happen. I'm like showing my biceps basically. And I just am like, I didn't do that. Like, I didn't think about that to make my arm flex, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I was like, what is going on over in this area over here? And then I looked at you and you're like, I got to sit down. And I was like, what is happening? And then uh, the person's like, oops, I punctured your artery. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> and, and dude, if I would have looked, I would have 100% passed out. Yeah. And artery, yeah, arteries have a lot of high pressure. Because <laughs> anytime, like somebody, yeah, this is why I tell this story to my students. If anybody says that like, they have like a, veins. if they have something like blood squirting out of them, like that's like an artery. That's not good. And it was. And the worst part of it all, though, after I got the bandaid on, if you remember, it was like, so we have to get this IV in your other arm now. <laughs> like, oh my <laughs> like, god! Why don't, you, why don't you sit this one out? Yeah, why don't you sit this one out? <laughs> I didn't say that. I let her. I let her do it. Oh my gosh! Because you're like the nicest person. I'm like, ever. okay, sorry, sorry. Like I'm apologizing sorry. that Oops. my artery got punctured. Oh sorry, my arteries. Sorry were, for my big They look so tempting. <laughs> they look so juicy. Oh my gosh. Um, and then I don't know if I told you this, but this is just me being a complete meathead. And I wish I would have taken a picture because I my arm was bruised from my wrist. It was was so bad and I didn't take a picture that whole time, but, uh, this is me being a meathead like a week later, even though my arm was completely bruised. I was like, like, I have to to do pull-ups. I have to do pull-ups. It's pull-ups today. And I would do pull-ups with completely bruised arm. So can I share one more anxiety helping thing? Yeah. Don't hear that story. Cause now I'm all freaked out. Um, no, because, like, how you were saying, like, when you're in the moment, like, it's hard to think of things to do. But there's, like, 
there's this five, four, three, two, one method, which I'll talk about, but like literally like in the middle of a, like when I say like what it is, you're gonna be like, oh, that's really easy to do. I can do that in like five seconds. But like in the middle of a panic attack, it's literally impossible to like get yourself to focus on something else. So this like helps to bring you out of it. So anyway, five, four, three, two, one. So you, it's like all the senses. So like you look around and you name five things you can see. But, like, in the moment, you're like, I don't know. I don't know. There's, there's a like, garden. a baseball. A... Okay, so five things you can see, and then four things you can touch. Okay. Like, okay, four things. I'm I don't touching know. the desk. Pen. My feet are on the floor. But it's, like, try it Like try it next time you're anxious, because you'll literally be like, what's my I other I should have done it last night when I was getting dry needled. Yeah. Speaking of needles. You're like, I can feel a needle. Which preview you'll be able to see soon oh. on my buddy Tim's <laughs> new okay. trail running so thing. five things you can see four things you can touch three things you can hear two things you can smell and one thing you can taste so you go through that and then that kind of helps to like it's <laughs> <What laughs> just you... like what do you taste in the moment it would just be like whatever your mouth tastes like right uh, yeah. like I taste my mouth yeah I taste my mouth I don't know what to tell you <laughs> anyway that's it that's all I have yeah so you just basically go through and it's better because I've caught myself t- telling this to, you know, the kids or students where I'm like, just take a breath. Just take a breath. And oh, I just remember one of my students was like, if someone tells me to take another breath, I'm going to lose my mind. And I was like, oh, don't say take a breath. Don't say take a breath. That's like you should never tell somebody to calm down. Like yeah. that does not help. So if I said do the five four three two one method, would that actually make somebody calm down? Like if they knew what it was, I would say, "Tell me five things you can see." Okay. Okay, good. Now tell me four things you can touch. Okay. Tell me three things you can. What is it here? Yeah. That's why I always get tricked up because I'm anxious. I'm like, is it five things it I here? can hear, or is it five <laughs> things I can see? Which one or do touch? I do? Which one do I do? Yeah. Um. No, that's that's super. All that's super helpful, honestly. So hopefully people got gyms out of this. This was an hour. I mean, we were gonna go for like coming through five to ten minutes. No, I'm just kidding. We we're gonna go for like thirty minutes, right? What are you looking forward to next year? Because well, I just want life to get back to normal. Like, okay. ugh, I just want to like hug some random I want person. Random hugs. I want a sure. random hug. I want a sporadic get together. I would like to. I haven't. I haven't like eaten in a restaurant. I think I, I would shook... like to have a fancy drink at a bar. Can I with confess a this? I think I shook one person's hand because <gasps> they put their hand out, and I was like, "What do I do?" And so I was like, five, four, three, two, one. Shake the hand. Hand sanitizer. Hand sanitizer. No, Anyways, I'm just excited to like. I shook a hand, Lens. I'm sorry. I mean, I. Like, I value all this extra time we got to spend with our kids. But, like, I enjoy, like, being with our kids, but then also with other people. Yeah. Like, when we get together with, like, cousins yeah. or, like, get-togethers with, fam- like, other families. Or yeah, grand- yeah. Yeah. Like, I still want to be around my kids all the time, but I like to be around them with other people. Yeah. So other people can enjoy their craziness. Wonderfulness. Their wonderful spirits. Yeah. Their beautiful <laughs> they're wonderful mm-hmm. they, that actually has been my favorite part is hanging out with specifically i mean all of them but i've had there was like six months there where i'd seen i had been with harper for most of the day every single day do you know what i mean mm-hmm. that's pretty crazy anything else you want to wrap up 2021 <sighs> or 2020? 2020 i just skipped it just like no i don't really have anything else I, what I've did that helped me out. I guess just be nice to other people. Everybody's stressed out. And a lot yeah. of times people like take a breath before you say something React. to most people. Yeah. Because like a lot of people aren't at their best right now. And it's people, I mean, the one thing I have noticed through this is like the nice, kind, good people are even more so. I was just going to say something I've done is basically just tried to narrow my focus somewhat of like, what can I actually control here? You know, when things seem out of control, like what can I specifically control? And let's narrow my focus to like 
instead of giant picture, I'm going to narrow my focus on like, what can I do in my community, in my neighborhood, in my home? You know what I mean? Stuff like that. We're running out of steam, guys. This is like an hour past this my is, bedtime. Yeah. We should start to make you tell us a bedtime story. And I'll just fall asleep. Just fall asleep. And like, all of a sudden, I'm like talking about sharks or something. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be cool. All right. Lindsay Ward, thank you for just being my wife and being wonderful and i love you love you too but also thank you for coming on the podcast and talking and sharing actually like that all that stuff you shared is super helpful i'm sure to a lot of people so and helpful for me free advice free advice dude (laughs) that's free that's gonna cost you guys yeah get what you pay for yeah get. (laughs) (laughs) all right uh guys podcast wise let's wrap up we uh I'm going to do one more episode. Actually, I'm going to do an episode on January 1st. So we'll start 2021 off on the right foot. I'm going to talk to Dave and Amy Freeman, who were adventurers of, adventurers of the year for National Geographic um, a few years ago. Uh, they're big proponents for saving the boundary waters or preserving the boundary waters up in Minnesota. And uh, to raise awareness of just how awesome. And let me say, like, Northwoods, Minnesota, Northwoods, Wisconsin, like that area is such a pristine, like, beautiful part of the United States. And uh, so they're huge proponents for that um, to the point where they actually lived in the Boundary Waters in the wilderness for an entire year. So, like, 365 days outside in the wilderness canoeing around dog sledding around uh they're super cool so that's how we're gonna start the year so should be good all right so that wraps it for 2020 i just don't want this year to end just kidding i'll probably edit that too you're gonna say see you next year oh oh yeah so that wraps it (laughs) so that wraps it for 2020 um thank you guys for listening again Really appreciate all the support for the podcast. Um, We will see you next year.